Are you ready to be transformed? If so, you've come to the right place. In this podcast, I intrigue, inform, and inspire success-minded individuals just like you to create the future they desire in all areas of their life. My name is Gorney Williams, and I am your agent of hope. Well, welcome to our new series on Answered Prayers. And as we learned last week, there is only one power available to change our situation, and that is the power of prayer. Prayers prayed by Bible-believing, God-fearing Christians. Christians praying with our heart's intentions set on God and on bringing glory to God. Prayers prayed in line with God's word so that his will can be fulfilled. Our two foundational scriptures are 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked for of him. And then 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 and 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Have you ever looked back on a situation and you just shook your head and said, man, oh man, if I had only known. You realize now that you were ignorant. You were confused. You lacked the knowledge that you needed at the time to make the best choices. And now, even today, armed with the trauma of those past experiences and the very real awareness of confusion, you struggle with making decisions. You sense something needs to change. You, you want things to be better. You want to do something new. But there's a block in your soul. Something in your mind, something in your will or your emotions is preventing you from moving forward. Well, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33 tells us, God is not the author of confusion. So when there is confusion... Somebody else is at work, not God. The Bible states in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. Darkness means the absence of knowledge or ignorance. Whenever there is darkness, God is not at work there. As a matter of fact, the Hebrew word for ignorance is the same word as darkness. Ignorance is darkness. And the Bible says in 1 John chapter 1 verse 5 that God, that in God there is no darkness. So when God shows up, darkness flees. The opposite of ignorance is knowledge. The Hebrew word for knowledge is the same word as light. God never says that he has light. God says that he is light. So if you are ignorant, if you are confused,
turn to God. Ask God. Expose your situation to the light and the truth of God's word. Psalms 119 verse 130 says the entrance of God's word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. God knows the way for our life and the work that he has called us to do. And he will reveal to us all the things that we need to know in advance if we simply ask God in prayer. The Bible says in James chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. Wisdom is the ability to live life well and to make good decisions. Godly wisdom, wisdom doesn't come with age or from any life experiences. Wisdom begins with knowing and depending absolutely on God, who is never stingy when it comes to wisdom. He supplies all the wisdom we need when we ask. Try, just try doing life and making decisions without God if you want to. But what will happen is you will find yourself with troubles that you did not have to face. Listen to the voice translation of James chapter 1, verse 5 and 6. If you don't have all the wisdom needed for this journey, then all you have to do is ask God for it, and God will grant all that you need. He gives lavishly and never scolds you for asking. The key is that you re your request be anchored by your single-minded commitment to God. Those who depend only on their own judgment are like those lost on the sea, carried away by any wave or picked up by any wind. So let's renew our commitment today to trust God, to take God at his word. And then by faith, with confident expectation, Make a personal application of that word by praying its promises over our lives and over the lives of other believers that we love so that we can have the wisdom that we need in advance. We can be confident, by the way, because God said in Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11, so will my word be. It will not return to me void without result, without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. And in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12, God said, I am actively watching over my word to fulfill it. Well, as promised, each time we are together during this series on answered prayer, I will be stepping you through a scripture-based prayer that you can pray for yourself or for others in your life. Are you ready to pray a prayer that will actually get answered? All right, let's go. Last time we prayed for unbelievers. So today, let's talk about those in our lives who are already believers, including ourselves. As believers, we are adopted into God's family. 
We are his heirs and his blessings are freely given to us if we simply ask. To position yourself and other believers to receive, what I encourage you to do is pray from the book of Ephesians. Specifically, I like to pray chapter 1 verses 16 through 23, chapter 2 verse 10, chapter 3 verse 12, and also in chapter 3 verses 14 through 21. So get your Bible out. It'll help you to follow along as we pray. This prayer in Ephesians can be prayed for any individual just like it's written. But I like to use it for multiple believers. I like to get out my prayer list, including myself, and I like to call out everyone I want to pray for. For example, I'll say, Dear God, I pray for myself and Thomas and Andrew and Sarah. And I continue to name off everyone on my list. Then I pray the scripture. And everywhere it says the word you, I say the word us. And everywhere it says the word your, I say our. And everywhere it says the word ye, I say we. You'll get the feel for it once you start. Now, let's pray this together. First thing I want you to do is think of a list of a few believers that you want to pray for today, including yourself. Just think for a minute. Are there a few believers in your life? Maybe they're family or friends, co-workers that you want to pray for, employees. Now, I'm going to lead us in prayer. And after I say my list of names, I'm going to pause briefly for you to tell God the names on your list. Then I'll continue and you and I will believe God to move in our lives and in the lives of our loved ones. Are you ready? Have you got their names? Here we go. Dear God, I pray for myself and Thomas, Andrew, Sarah, Cody, and Zachary. Now state the names on your list. I cease not to give thanks for us, making mention of us in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The, God, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion in every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them, and whom we have boldness and access with confidence 
by the faith of him. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant us, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in our hearts by faith, that we, being rooted and grounded in love, may, uh, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do, exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Remember, with God, nothing is impossible. All we as believers have to do is pray. Praying with our hearts and intentions set on God and on bringing him glory. Praying fully in line with God's word so that his will can be fulfilled. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to like and subscribe so that we can be together again soon. And for more information, check out the website at gorneywilliams.com. Until next time, as it says in Romans 12:2, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know what God wants you to do, and you will know how good and pleasing and perfect His will really is.